The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. Radio Tony with Tony Lontis, author of Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl discovering a woman of strength and beauty. Available now on Amazon.com and in all good bookstores. Radio Tony. Your safe space for tough conversations, exposing secrets and talking about trauma and recovery. Radio Tony. Building Resilience. Talking trauma. Radio Tony. Live from the Gold Coast, Australia. Radio Tony. Difficult conversations and bringing hope to listeners. Live from the Gold Coast, Australia on W4WN. Good morning, Australia. Good evening, America. You're listening to Tony Lontis live on Radio Tony. And what a wonderful show we have packed for you today. Later on, we'll be in, I'll be introducing you to a man by the name of Gary Prigg, but more about Gary in a minute. So how is everyone today? Uh, there's a lot going on in our world at the moment, from coronavirus to uh, recession to all sorts of things. And I'm just wondering how you listeners are traveling at the moment. I'd love to hear from you. And if you want to send me a message, jump on to W4WN, click in the right-hand corner and you'll be able to listen live and click in the bottom right-hand corner to send me a message. In further news from me this week, I know I've been telling you about my website, RadioTony.com, but in addition to that, we are adding more and more things to the website all the time, and my vision for the future, so each week, you can jump onto the website and see which guest is coming up and a bit about them and if they've got some special offers then you'll see those on the Radio Tony website under our guest this week. Um, starting to get lots of our guests offering special discounts, coupons and courses, free downloads. So today Gary has done an amazing uh, PowerPoint of what we're going to be talking about today so that if you download, print it out or have it on your computer screen whilst you're listening to Radio Tony, you'll be able to follow on what we're talking about and we're even going to try some interactive activities. And in the future, I'm hoping to attach show notes to each of the radio shows and the podcasts so that if you miss something and sometimes when you're listening, you don't quite hear it and it's handy to have the transcription of the show so that you can go back and review things and go back and listen to things that are really important to you. 
I know yesterday I talked to my listeners on yesterday's show. Just to update them, a lot of my listeners wanted to know how Australia was faring in terms of the fires. And just to let you know that the fires have all settled down and we have gone into our regular summer monsoon so lots and lots and lots of rain um it's just starting to get into autumn so the heat is has lessened um a bit we've got a cyclone up off the coast of queensland which doesn't look like it's going to have any impact on us just lots and lots of rain Later on in the show, I'm also going to update you about the coronavirus because I think it's important that we have accurate and sensible information and I'll be talking about things that you can do that will protect yourself outside of the media hype and fear that seems to be going on at the moment. And for those of you who think that it's not serious, coronavirus and its spread is incredibly serious, but not so much that you should be completely beside yourself and alarmed. Yes, you need to protect yourself. Yes, you need to think about different ways of doing your everyday things. But for most Western countries, the governments have pan-endemic strategies and protocols and they are being enacted at the moment to protect our individual populations. In some of the third world countries, I would consider not visiting and understanding that they do not have the same protocols, strategies, healthcare uh, incentives that keep their populations safe. Hence, uh, America's latest stance on stopping people coming from certain countries to America. So what we do know, and I'll discuss later in the show, is that it is quite easy to spread, that people may not know that they have the virus, that the people that are likely to have severe impacts from coronavirus are the young, the old, and the immunocompromised. So that's people who have a pre-existing condition that or are taking chemotherapy or uh, immunosuppressives. So you know that I've talked on the show before about having rheumatoid arthritis. My rheumatoid arthritis is managed by a suite of drugs that make me immunocompromised. So I have to be really careful. Um, And it's just everyday things that I do. And luckily for me, I work from home, so that's a huge advantage when managing your health in terms of catching something from others. Also in the show later, I will be giving you some more information about my sponsor. So Radio Tony's sponsor is a wonderful woman by the name of Tracy Horton, and I'm hoping to have her live on the show very soon. Unfortunately for Tracy, there's just some things going on in her life that preclude her from coming live on the show but know that I will eventually have her live on the show and we will talk about some of her story and the amazing work that she does with people and businesses to help them get to the next level of their life. She's also got a very interesting course coming up um, that I'll talk about as well. 
So the other thing I wanted to remind you of that um, earlier in the year we started talking about transformational tours with Tony and that we were going to the Philippines in May. Uh, again, coronavirus strikes and we've decided that it would be very sensible to cancel that tour to the Philippines in May. I have tentatively scheduled the next tour for November, allowing the coronavirus to perhaps settle in some sort of way that uh, enables us to still go to Manila because it will be even more important that we do travel again and that we travel to third world countries in particular to help them because if we don't go, they are triply impacted by the lack of tourism and the lack of dollars that tourists bring into their economy. So still hoping to go ahead with that in November and you will li- I will tell you more about that um, a little bit further down the track. So I just wanted to, uh, in the last minute before we go to our first break, I want to tell you about the amazing Mr. Gary Prigg, who will be our guest after the break. So Gary has had 40 years of experience in the business world as a dynamic agent of change, a creator, a practitioner, leader, and philanthropist. His depth of business acumen is complemented by his ongoing journey of self-realization gained from infusing some of the philosophies and principles of Christianity, love, Buddhism, peace, and Hinduism, enlightenment. He continues to be a student of daily meditation, quantum physics, which is fascinating people, neurocognitive development and brain entrantment, as well as listening to audios, watching YouTube and podcasts of all other leaders in their fields. Later in the program, we will be talking about Gary's new book, and we have an extraordinary offer for all of our listeners today um, and we will tell you about that later but in the meantime I'm going to hand off to Rebel for a quick break and when we come back Gary and I will be talking live. Over to you Rebel. Keeping the conversation going on the suppressed social and moral issues this is Radio Tony on W4WN. Join Tony Lontis, author of Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl discovering a woman of strength and beauty. Radio Tony uncovers and exposes the social and moral issues of our time, bringing social consciousness to the airwaves. You're not alone with your secrets. Let's talk trauma and resilience. Radio Tony with Tony Lontis, Thursday evenings from 7pm Eastern Standard Time on W4WN. Keep the conversation going. Direct assistance. Call Radio Tony. Hello. 561-623-9421 on W4WN Radio Guest Skype. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Radio Tony. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, Tony, and good morning, listeners. Great to hear you. We have been very busy, Gary and I, in the last couple of days getting what we wanted to be a phenomenal show ready for you. So for those of you that are listening live, 
if you'd like a copy of the show notes uh, and the slides that Gary and I are going to be going through, we have a link that you can go to and the easiest one to remember is jump on to radiotony.com and click on our guests for today. Underneath Gary's information, you will find uh, the slides so you can follow on and participate in the activities that we have today. So, Gary, let's get underway. Um, But before we do... Can you give us a bit more information about you and what you've been doing? Thanks, Tony. Um, yeah, I have 40-odd years of experience in business and dealing with a lot of business people. It became evident a few years ago that they do their planning, strategy planning, they'll do their marketing planning, budget planning. And then I realised the leaders of these organisations and the executives, they never had their own life plan. And it's just fascinating. But probably the, the, the heading, one of the headings that I wanted to hit on straight away with you is that you are the solution to your own mental pollution. <laughs> That's great. I love those words. And, and when I say that I'm not having a go at anyone, what I'm no. paraphrasing here is what we think about is who we live as. And I'll come into that in more detail. But the, the topic of transformational consciousness is something that, I really have, have dived into and created a lot of information about. And when I talk about information, doing interviews and radio, so often what happens, people are listening and then they'll start to drift off. So how I get best outcomes um, for interviews is to actually provide, as you mentioned, a PowerPoint presentation that people can download later and they can use it as a reference point. So instead of in 30 days remaining, you know, maintaining, say, 5% retention, They've got a record when you come back to And I've got to commend you on that because that was your idea, Tony, that we actually have this as a reference point after the show that people can go back, listen to the audio, and also go back through the, the PowerPoint presentation. But um, And I – sorry, Gary, I don't mean to interrupt, but I just need to let the listeners know that for the first time we are recording on Skype as well – and that recording will go straight into the chat box, I believe, at the end of the program. So lots of things we're trying today to, um, in an attempt to give you the best value for listening today, which is wonderful that you take the time to listen every week. So sorry, Gary, I didn't mean to interrupt your train of thought. So... Um, in, in the audio uh, that's going to be yes. provided, I do want to give people, though, the what, what I consider the, the definition of transformational consciousness. And it's, it's about what you're thinking, how those thoughts will penetrate your subconscious. Uh, those thoughts will become reality. There's no question about that. Science research confirms that. So mm-hmm. what I'm going to talk about is being aware of what you're thinking. And the difference in what I've been able to create globally here is that rather than talk about it and then w- walking away from it, using the book and also referencing back into what we're talking about, people can actually construct a what I call a new, a new mindset software program to define their life. So you look at people and, and you know, what's happening in their lives, their pain and suffering in, in so many areas of their life. 
you think about it, relationships, financial stress, they hate their work, physically they'd like to be doing exercise but they're not physically well. And those things continue to give them either suffering, discontent, frustration, anxiety, sadness, anger. And so they're living a life which is un- which they're really unhappy with. Now, as the way you and I have talked previously, Tony, is that so often when people are listening to audios or they're listening to, to radio programs, they drift off. So yeah. I want to jump in straight away here. And if people have got a pen and paper, just quickly reach over and grab that pen and paper because I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. And this will help roll through the, the presentation we're doing. So our first question, we're ready to go, is what are the two most important entrenched fears that people have? So what are the two most entrenched fears you have? So examples of those fears may uh, be speaking in public. Possible. Doing something that you've never done before. What about what about this one, which is, and this is from research, is really entrenched. Yes. I'm good enough. Or Definitely. I see rejection. And they are so deeply implanted. We're going to talk in a minute about how they actually manifest themselves and why they're so deeply entrenched. So, you know, what am I fearful of? Because those fears, if we think about them, are going to play out and repeat time and time again in our life. They are. They are. So, listeners, have you got deeply entrenched fears? And it can be confronting for some people to talk about what they fear most. But just bear with us as we take you through this process. Um, We want you to think about those fears. Think about how they affect your life and your health. And just put two down. Some people have lots. Some people have less. But just think about the two most entrenched fears in your life and how they affect your life. So... I will just give you an example in my own life. I had a fear of speaking out. So I kept myself very small, very quiet, and that was my entrenched fear, fear that I would not be liked, fear that I wouldn't be heard, fear that I wasn't important enough. Those were my entrenched fears. And I'm telling you now, live from radio that is Uh, broadcast across the world do you think i got over those fears what about you gary i just want to go back there's a great saying how to address fears and there's a wonderful book that uh, this remarkable woman gave me uh, not long ago and it's the game of life Uh and that book was step up to your fear step up to your fear because fear is only a thought yes only a thought and if you think about fear it manifests and then so often we, we think about the fears that we have and guess what they'd actually never arrive if we move away from them now yeah. we talk about you know what i'm you know the, the things of what's entrenched fears uh, and worries but if we roll into the other question is in, in, in more specifically people's lives you know what are two dominant things that are not working in their life and that yeah. can be relationships it can be their health um again in the area of their work they may hate their work so if they're spending more time going to and from work and they hate their job is that a healthy mind position to be in is that a healthy physical position to be in 
And that's why you see so many more people now are depressed. They're anxious. They're stressed. Why? Because they don't like the environment they're in. And yeah. it's people the ability and the courage to reconstruct an option. So instead of playing what I call the old mindset software program, we'll talk in a moment about how they can construct a new mindset software program where they reference that rather than go back into the old out, out of date one. So even just quickly, if people wanted to write down, what are the two areas in their life that are not working? And the specific, for example, a relationship, you know, are things working with my partner? What's my relationship with my children? Is that working or not? Um, you know, then, then there might be another one that we could look at, which is, am I healthy? You know, I intend to go to the gym or I intend to start walking. I intend to start running. But no, I still keep overeating. So there's this mindset implant where people know that, that they want to do something, but it's overcoming those hurdles of historical implanting of memory, experience, that type of thing. So those two questions there, you know, what are the two things not working in your life right now? And, and just a quick thing on that, Tony, when people are writing these down, whether it's, you know, uh, they're not good enough rejection or relationships or they're not healthy, don't criticise yourself for it. It just is. That's right. Criticise themselves or they judge themselves. All they're doing is feeding the fire of thought around those old habits, those old thinking. So we're going to undo that in a second. What were you going to say? Sorry. I've just got a question from Lane. Thank you for um, sending us a question, Lane. Lane wants to know, how do you know if a fear can be overcome? I know what I'm going to answer, but you go ahead, Gary. Okay. Lane, that is such a great question. Yes. And I'm going to jump ahead and we'll come back to it. To all of your listeners, there is only one thing that you can control in this world. There is only one thing that you can control in your life. And you know what that is? Your thought. So if you're thinking old, sad, hard, fearful things, that gives it energy. And I'll talk about in a moment of how we can look at an alternative. And you're going to get this in the PowerPoint presentation, that we actually construct a new mindset software program. So... If someone's thinking about fearing of money, fearing of a relationship finishing, fearing of you know, pressure at work, if that's where their thinking goes, I'm able to show people to create a different thought and they lock into that new powerful positive thought and every time the old one comes back, they jump back into their new powerful thought. So, for example, um, I don't feel loved. I feel rejected. Now, if someone's thinking that in the space of quantum physics, Everything is energy, thought is energy. If that's what they're thinking, that's where their predominant energy is going to be. But if they were to move across and say, instead of saying, I'm not loved, they start saying, I am loved. And this is where some of the brilliant recordings of Louise Hay go back. Yes. Talk about love and you build this, this conversation about who am I? I love myself because, you know, what are all your attributes about love? So you move across and I'll, I'll talk about how we do this and it's in the book as well, that you construct a conversation around something that is powerful, uplifting, positive, but it's built around what you would desire, not what you want to get rid of. And you can start very simply with these uh, notions or concepts. So uh, simply looking at yourself in the mirror instead of saying, 
I hate myself or I don't like, start looking at yourself in the mirror and say, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. That's all you need to do to start some of these processes and change the wiring of your brain. Um, And that is just a tiny, simple example. Gary's going to go into some more in-depth examples, but some simple activity like that every morning will start to change the patterning in your brain. Isn't that right, Gary? It is. And listen, it's a little tip here. Um, when you start doing that, it might be a good idea if you just suggest to your partner that when you're in the bedroom saying, I love you, um, and you're looking in the mirror, that you just tell them you're going to be start doing that because yes. they might think, oh, what's happening here? So, but it's, and that's a Louise Hay. And anyone, anyone who wants to learn about self-love, she was the creator of this whole new wave of self-belief and love going way back to the mid-80s. So, um, you know, it's... Just do a Google, Louise Hay, and there's some great stuff there. But I I think also that question about fear, why do we fear? Why do we have fear? And Mm. PowerPoint presentation in in, in the book, you're going to see there's two things. One is fear is created by our environmental background. What influenced us when we were a child? So, for example, in my case, my mum died when I was three and a half. Yeah. Really, now that looking back in human terms was really challenging. So, what did it mean? I had this awful fear of abandonment. Mm-hmm. The little boy, I didn't have anyone as such to give me those love and those cuddles, those nurturing. And I had this awful fear what happens if anything happened to my dad? Yeah. What would happen then? So, I lived with this deep, and this became really wired in this abandonment and fear. Then later on, um, Dad got married again, and there was then there wasn't that closeness in that relationship. And even in some cases, you could feel that it was uh, it was just lack of love and yes. expression. So they were wired into me at a very very young age. How did that play out? That's played out going back in time into my relationships with women. Yes, where I could be really committed to a relationship, but not totally fear free because. I would fear of abandonment. Yes. So that plays out. So it's our background. So our background, our environmental background, you know, comes from our parents, our siblings, relatives, friends, school. Mm-hmm. And right now we're talking about the, uh, the virus, you know, yes. what we see on television, radio and newspapers. You know, it is being confined. Australia is, and America, but Australia is, I believe, the luckiest country in the world because... We're an island. <laughs> we have the water all around us. Yes. And like President Trump and his administration said, we're not taking any more people in from Europe. We stopped the Chinese from coming in. You know, China, you know, China's had a terrible problem. In America, by closing their borders, what happened? Um, they have only had something like 38 deaths in America, still too many, whereas you're looking in Europe, which has got these open borders, incontrollable. But I'll come back to the negativity. Yes media throw upon us and the fear then yeah why are people buying toilet paper <laughs> are you gonna eat what's it like with salt and pepper i don't know but it's just, just pa- for our just for our listeners there's a a, a bit of a, a joke in australia at the moment because there is a complete rush on toilet paper which has nothing to do with a respiratory illness but people 
have bought out all the toilet paper in the country. And that's based on fear. See how fear can be irrational? And with that, though, Tony, the fear, that's triggering, that fear still is related back to somewhere in that person's mind as a child. Yes. So environmental, the things that, you know, happened in the past, uh, really, really, they, they really are implanted. And there's a great quote from Aristotle where he says, give us a child at the age of seven and I'll show you the adult. So up until the age of seven is when we're implanted many, many of the things that we have in our life that we're fearful of, that we're scared of, the lack of self-belief. And it may have been only one instance and could have been a teacher saying, Gary, that was really, really silly. Yeah. And that thing can just sit with you for the rest of your life. So people living their life today, right now in, the, in this moment, listening to the past rather than saying, well, I'm now going to create for the future. Now, listen, this next part, the second part about what influences is I've called this epigenetic, epigenetic research. It's about epigenetics. Epigenetics is the inheritance of our genes that flow through from our parents, grandparents, great-great-grandparents. And when you get the power, you'll understand. Fascinating stuff. Epigenetics is fascinating stuff. Gary, before we have the epigenetic, before we talk about that, just uh, Lang wanted to know, they have the same issue in the US as well in terms of toilet paper. Mari wants to know, how can we undo the things from the past that have made us the way we are today? Well, Mari, we're going to get into that very soon. Uh, Gary's just going to tell us about epigenetics. Gary, have you got a definition, an easily understood definition of epigenetics? Some yeah. of our listeners might not have heard that terminology before. In really simple terms, we know that we inherit the genetics from our family, our parents, our grandparents. For example, the colour of our eyes. Uh, That's a good example. So those genetics flow through. So if there's a genetic that has happened, if there's a circumstance in the past, we know that that is transferred. So if there was trauma in the past, in a past life, or from the parent or grandparent that comes through. So some research was done at one of the universities in, uh, in America, <coughs> excuse me, and they did this research on mice. So what happened, these mice, happy mouse life, food, warmth, and what happened was simultaneously they gave them a shock and at the same time they released cherry blossom fragrance. Yes. The mouse or the mice went into spasm. Oh. Every we love the mice, but going back in time before we became animal conscious, so that the cherry blossom fragrance and the shock would be released simultaneously, the mice would go into shock, uh, into spasm. So uh-huh. cherry blossom, shock, same time, spasm. Cherry blossom, shock, same time, spasm. And they kept repeating that over and over and over again. Then they stopped. They came back again later, and all they did was release the cherry blossom fragrance, and guess what happened? They went into spasm. Uh-huh. Just the cherry blossom fragrance, and they went into spasm. So that was part one of the research. Part two of the research, those mice had babies. So the next cohort, they grew up, but they didn't get any shock. There was no cherry blossom. They just had a normal mouse life. Now, the second generation of mice, they had babies, and at the same age, the third generation babies, one day, the grandchildren of the first lot 
One day they released cherry blossom fragrance and what happened? They went into spasm. Fascinating. So, so what I'm drawing a picture here is that the things that have implanted, that have come through from our parents can be implanted into our genetics and for some reason you'll see some people in a family that are withdrawn, that are fearful, and yet they could be in a very positive family. And it could be because the inheritance of the genetics from the past has flowed through and that's become a dominant genetic in that particular child's life. So there's two areas. One is your environment and the second is your genetic inheritance. And I tell you, all of the talks that I've done and all the workshops and all the seminars that I've done, it's at this point, Tony, where people are saying, oh, my God, I give up. I've been all this stuff. I give up. Well, but you don't have to give up. Here's the message. Here's the message. If you recognise that you have been influenced by your environment, if you recognise that there's genetics that's come through, what you're able to do is to stop and don't try and fix anything. Because if you focus on the fixing, you're actually giving energy to the problem. Yes. Here's what, what will happen. So historically, you'll see this in the PowerPoint, what happens is someone will think, about something, they'll smell something, it'll trigger it, so it creates an emotional trigger that activates a thought, that create, drags it out of the memory, and then there's this habitual outcome, immediate outcome, just living out the old mindset software program. Now, it can be held up for a, for a short time if someone says, I'm going to be mindful. But even when someone is mindful, they go to mindfulness, where do they go? They go back to their old mindset software program. So it's a repetitive, it's that rat wheel of repetition, repetition, repetition. It's uh -huh. a question. Understand and live this answer and you'll have the key to your life of love, happiness, freedom and fulfilment. And I'm going to say that again. Here is your solution. If you understand and live the answer, you will have the key to your life of love, happiness, freedom and fulfilment. So there is only one thing that you can do to absolutely change your life, become the master of your thoughts. It's that simple. That simple, listeners. You can <laughs> overcome anything by mastering your thoughts. And people, people are probably saying, hang on, yeah, but how do you do that? Yeah. Seatbelt on, we're about to, to get across that. And this is something you and I loved talking about earlier, uh, yeah. you know, last week. Now, Someone who's a fraction cleverer than me, this is a quote that's attributed to Albert Einstein, mm -hmm. is energy. So thought, thought, quantum physics is an energy. So Einstein said everything is energy and that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want. You cannot but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy. It's physics. What we're talking about, thoughts are energy. We're talking about physics here so people can learn what they're thinking about is the creator of their life based, again, on environment or the genetic inheritance, you today can change it right now. And it's just really simple. What we talk about, it's in the book and you've got the PowerPoint presentation, is when you have a thought that's a diminishing thought, you can either be drawn back into the cesspool of your old mindset software program or you can pause and be mindful and then step into the new mindset software program that you've chosen what you ch what you want to put in there. So it's about you now learning how to 
create a new mindset software program. And Tony, when we've looked at this, I find it fascinating that you see individuals, you know, they'll have their weight loss program plans, they'll have gym programs, they'll have course curriculums, you know, which they'll follow, or they'll have financial goals. Or you look at a company, they'll have a business plan, a strategic positioning plan, financial projections, marketing, exit strategies. They have all of that. But how many people do we know actually have a clearly defined and written up personal life plan, their own life plan? Yeah, which is so much more important than anything else. Gary, before we explore that concept just a little bit more, Anne's comment is that this is easier said than done. And Lester says, we can't really change our reality now, can we? Lester, I disagree, and I'm going to throw to Gary for that one. Lester, I'll tell you what. Um, and what you're saying there is the case of many, many thoughts of people. Because, yeah. look, I've done it before. You know, you, you have your New Year's resolutions going back in time. Or, yes, I'm going to start going to doing this or doing that. And you, it, it's really to be get drawn back into the vortex of the past. So let me tell you, my ritual every day is I live here in Melbourne and uh, beside the, the beach. Every morning I will get up and I will go and do my walk on the beach. I will do meditation, the Hindu style of meditation in the water. Then I'll come back and do my meditation at home. Then I'll go to the gym. Let me tell you, there are so many mornings where I don't want to get out of bed. There are so many mornings I don't want to go to the gym. But it's making the decision, that moment of decision, I will get out of bed. I will go and put my clothes on. So it's just those little moments of step by step by step by step. And then once you do it, you come back. I come back from the meditation on the beach, meditation home and gym. And I'll take a moment. I'll stop for three or four minutes before I start my breakfast and just acknowledge that was powerful. And by God, it was hard to get out of bed. Those <laughs> never stop. They never stop because it's like these little voices in your head saying, I'll oh, stay in bed. It's okay. You can do it tomorrow morning. And it's those voices that are the saboteurs. They are the old voices. They are the historical voices. But let me tell you this. If you write down three simple things that you would like to achieve today, three simple things, write them down before you go to bed tonight. And when you step up in the morning, three simple things, achieve those three simple things. That's all. Nothing has to, doesn't have to be big, doesn't have to be profound. Three simple things, and then you've got a little habit of success. Next tonight, when, and then the next night when you go to bed, before you go to bed, write down three more things. Don't have to be big. Don't set the bar where it's gonna, you're going to fail and confirm a, a failure. Do the same thing. And you start building this habit, and it's the same with your thoughts. You know, with, uh, it's my intention, these enjoyable way I accept with love and gratitude that – and make a statement. Now, that what I've just said is in the book, but just find something or just something simple, simple with, wow, I'm feeling really, really down. I'm feeling really depressed. So instead of saying I'm feeling depressed, you say, I feel loved or I am loved. And you keep repeating that over and over again. You draw in an emotional where you were with someone that was holding you, loving you. There may have been intimate moments you take your mind to away from that negative, distracting, debilitating thought. It takes practice. It's like going to the gym or it's like playing golf. Take practice. Yeah. Definitely takes practice because, yeah. number one, you have to be aware of that limiting belief or fear in the first place to replace it with something better. Correct. And so look, it's about recognising those thoughts in your head 
and going, oh, I could do better than that. Um, and it's those thoughts that come in. It's that moment of mindfulness to say, okay, do I want to continue to have this conversation? So, for example, if uh, you're down the street or you're in the shopping centre and someone says, for whatever reason, says something to you, you can respond. If they're, they're at, at being abusive towards you for whatever reason, you can stand there and listen and listen and listen and listen, or you have the choice to move away from that argument. It's the same with your mind. When that negative thought, that debilitating thought comes at you, you can either sit and listen to it and be abused, or you can step out of it and do what? Infuse a different thought. I am love. And then you draw the emotion around the love of when you're cuddling someone, you're, some, you're holding your child or your partner, um, an intimate moment. So you take your mind to somewhere that is really, really emotionally rich. So, you know, this whole thing of people not having their own life plan and they can have plans everywhere else is crazy. You know, it's like going looking to go to a destination, Tony, without having a GPS. It's, yes. it's phenomenal. So I've got it. A wonderful question from Anne who wants to know how do we make a life plan um, and do do we make the plan? And you're absolutely saying, yes, you should have a life plan. Yes, you should make a plan. Well, every one of your listeners today and will listen to this audio again, they've got to say thank you to you, Tony, because through our discussions, the suggestion that my book, be available for free for people to download it is the starting point where people can go through and see there's a whole process of going through. And that's a great segue because there are seven elevations of life that I believe fit within who we are. And I, yes. those elevations are the new, creating a new mindset software program. So if you have a look at your own life, we draw the analogy of your house. So let's say your house has got seven predominant rooms. Yeah. Now, you might keep the kitchen really tidy, the lounge room might be tidy, but if the toilet or the bath is dirty and messy and you don't clean it and the, one of the bedrooms is dirty and messy and you don't keep it tidy, what does that do to the house? The house is not beautiful, clean and pristine. So I refer to in the seven elevations, these are the seven elevations. One. What can I do, and this is all in the book, and it's in this PowerPoint that, that Tony's got for you. Yes. What, so the thing is, what can I create in my mind? What programs, courses can I do that will infuse a new, a new way of thinking, new things for me to reference rather than be caught up in the historical old stuff? Or the next one is my spiritual life growth. Yeah. Do I have a connection with my church or do I have a connection with faith? whether it be Hinduism, Buddhism, uh, Judaism. So, my, so with, with spirituality, do you look at creating a connection into meditation, yoga, just walking on the beach, walking in the bush? And as I was talking to one of my graduates yesterday, even just sitting in the car for three minutes and closing your eyes and just being present is a form of spiritual connection. Yeah. The third elevation is my community. Now, in life, and it's in all of the different faiths, you draw your power in the service to others. But there's a prerequisite of that, not at your own expense. Yeah. You know when you're on the aeroplane and they say, oh, you, you know, put, you know, the, yeah, the oxygen mask drops, put your own oxygen mask on first. Uh-huh. It's the same in life. 
If you are going to be powerful and you're going to have an impact on people, you've got to build your own edifice from within. Then you've got power. And it's the same with wealth. The more wealthier people can be, the more they can invest back into the service of other people. So the community is the third one in being able to serve others. The fourth one is relationships. How to construct a really powerful relationship. And again, I was online uh, yesterday talking to someone. People in this world are going out seeking someone that will give them a part of a relationship. And so seeking and seeking. It's the other way around. You build within what you are as a representation of ethics, values, principles, uh, your sexuality. Those things are your values. You sit with them and then people will come to you through the the law of attraction will come to you because you've already got them. And that means that if you try and take from someone else, they're not going to fulfill what you want. Your disappointment relationship is going to falter. So the fourth one is relationship. The next yeah. one really blows people out of the water is financial. Yeah. We how to create the desires around your financial. What are your desires there? Is it to pay your mortgage off? Is it to have additional money where you're doing a budget, you've got additional money for the children's education, a holiday, Christmas presents, birthday presents, going out. So it's understanding how to construct a new mindset software program around financial. Now, Tony, You've experienced this in, and, you know, in, in your years. How many people hate their work? Yes. So we talk about in the book how to construct a new mindset software program around your work. What do you desire in work? Do not have fear that you have to stay at that job. Believe in yourself. And this is what this is about. It's believing yourself that you construct a job description of yourself. And if it's not being met where you are, you have the power and the belief not to be fearful, and to take that somewhere else. So that and you take work. it to the next step. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like you with your fear and your work here professionally, you had the fear of speaking out. And look at you now. You are responsible for facilitating messages around the world. What are you using? Your voice. My voice, yeah. And what are you doing with that voice, though? That voice and this platform is enabling people from around the world to hear your messaging and the messaging of the people that you've got on program. Yes. And what are you doing to them, Tony? You are changing their life. Yeah. And and that's around my own life plan, which is to inspire, empower, educate and help. So they are my four pillars that underpin everything I do underneath. I have my own vision, mission uh, for my own life and it transfers into my business life. So the importance of getting your own life and your own life plan sorted are powerful, listeners. It's a really powerful exercise to just sit and think about those seven elevations as per uh, Gary's book. Um, I've put up a link in the chat box for you to download Gary's free book right now. Um, And I've also re-put up the link where you can get today's slideshow from the show. And again, on that page on Radio Tony, you will get to see the link for Gary's free book. And this book could very well change your life. Um, So, Gary, sorry, back to the the pillar of your work life. The seventh the seventh elevation is your phys- your physical life growth. 
So, you know, you don't have to go to, to run a marathon. You don't have to go to the gym seven days a week and be a junkie there. But if you feel that you are not as fit as you want to be, just become conscious of the quantity, the quality, and the regularity of what you are eating. What are you putting in your mouth? Just become mindful. Oh, hang on. That's the sec. Instead of having two biscuits, I'll have one. Or yeah. instead of having a big bowl, I'll use a smaller bowl with my food. So, yeah. for you know, um, you know, I sit around about 67 kilos. Now, one of the ways that happened was being a, a lot more cognizant of fruit, of vegetables, and then the size of the of the quantity of what I was eating. Yeah. So, you know. It, it, these are look. There's a lot of things I'm talking about. It's all in the book, but it's a step by step. So they're the seven elevations. I'll go through them again: your mind, your spiritual, your community, your relationship, financial, work, and physical. If you can get balance, if you can get balance in those, and some will be more focused than others, but get some balance. It's the same analogy. If you your seven rooms at home, if you don't clean the toilet, if you don't clean the bathroom, if you don't clean the kitchen. The rest of the house is going it's it's to, it, it's idiots. So uh, it's getting balanced. So within that book, and, and this, this is what we'll be talking about also with our upcoming webinars, um, Tony, yes. is yep. being able to use the book as the template for the webinars that we'll be doing. And we will go through those step by step, step and there's an interaction conversation. We'll have the, uh, the exercises to do. I'll be setting it that I don't want people just sitting and listening and saying, oh, okay, I'll come back next week. If you want to change, there Start are today in a week. And, you know, it's like, and I've been really, really brutal here with some people. It's like if you're asked to do something, do the exercise straight away because then you live with what you've learned for the week. And anyone who knows that if you've got a baby, you change the baby's nappy. Yeah. Let the baby keep the nappy on for too long because it's soiled itself. It's the same. When you get a task, do the task straight away because then you start living in this new mindset straight away. But within the desires of the seven elevations, you set, so you, we design those so you have your desires. What do you desire in those seven elevations? Now, in the speak of quantum physics, if you say I want, need, must have, in that space, you are confirming you don't have it. Yeah. So if you're confirming right then you don't have it, you've sent yourself a telepathic email waiting for you to get to that says, I don't have it. And when yeah. you get, oh, I still don't have it, you send yourself then another energetic email going forward and it, it just repeats itself. What we do is change the words need, want, must have to, desire. What are my desires? It's a very different powerful energy way of having conversations. So what are my desires? And in that space of desire, it takes you into the heart, the power, because with the desire, it evokes an emotion. And when you put an emotion around what you desire, you will have a great, much greater outcome in achieving or manifesting what you, what you look as a desire. And, you know, we write those. I'll, I'll be showing people through the webinars how to write those up. And if people need any confirmation of having a goal, or I call them statements of intention, you've only got to look at the research at Harvard uh, School of, or well, there was research done out of, 
and on goals which show that 10 years after graduation, these stats are fascinating, Tony, 10 yeah. years after graduation, 83% of graduates had no goals. 14% had goals, but they weren't written down. And 3%, only 3% had written goals. But look at the outcome. The yeah. 3% who had the written goals were earning 10, more, 10 times more than the group with no goals. 10 times more, they had written goals. 14, you know, of the 14% who had goals but they weren't written down, they were earning three times more than the people with no goals. So that is research. That's not my stuff. That's research. So what I'm saying there to people, so you know, which group do you want to be in? Do you want to be in the 3%, 14 or 33%? You know, if people can understand this, what they're doing is opening up my mantra in my life is to provide success, freedom, happiness, and fulfillment to people. Yes. And so that's really important. The statements of intention that we will draw out and I will draw out from everyone as we go through the, the seminar or the, the webinars over time so that I will show you how to write them up. You know, I even have write them up and you know the other thing that I teach people to do? Record it on their mobile phone so when they're sitting on the train or the tram or they're in the plane, they're walking around, they can put the earphones in, they record it, they listen to it for 10 minutes. So what are they doing? They're implanting their new desires into their into new their brain. So they have a reference point when those old out-of-date thoughts jump out, then what do they do? Oh, I can put my audio on or there's one particular part of the audio that I will listen to that will help dispel or diminish the old mindset software program. And if you can focus on that one point, that powerful positive point for 15 seconds, only 15 seconds. Is that all it takes, Gary, 15 seconds? And that means that your mind doesn't and you become mindful it takes the power away from the old mind software program. You hold it 15 seconds and it's a repetition. Um, you know, uh, what's a really good one? I, I, love, uh, I love my body. I love my life. I love my wife. I love my husband. I love my children. Anything that's got power, love, and emotion around it, you block into that power, love, and energy, it completely will block out that thought that at that moment that could have been diminishing. It's just the way it works. But it takes time and takes practice. And I've got to say to all of your listeners, if I gave you right now, if we gave a child a tennis racket and a tennis ball and gave them one lesson, we wouldn't be giving them an airline ticket to go to Wimbledon. But we know if that giving the technique and the practice and the practicing and the repetition of good technique of that child, they can go to Wimbledon one day. That's right. Not what happens now. It's not what happens in the future. It's what we do now. And you look at some of the great books, you know, Buddhism, quantum physics are totally intertwined. They talk about the now. Focus on the now. When that really unpleasant thought hits you, be aware of it, displace it, and put in something that makes you feel happy, that makes you feel loved, that makes you feel inspired. And if it just means looking at a photo of your child, or it means looking out the window and seeing the beach, or it means looking across the, the kitchen and seeing your partner, displace the old or even more powerful is to have part of your desires that we will write up that you can actually you know, use one of those. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that, Tony, I, I just love you for what you've done here. It's just not me, but what you're doing for other people. But 
you know, I'll leave it for you to talk about and, and on, on your uh, website and the other areas that we will be constructing the, the webinars and I'm going to take people through step by step what's taken me six years to create. I will take you through the book. The book is your template, the reference point. So download the book. And again, when- listeners, that link is both on the chat box for W4WN and also on RadioTony.com under our this week's guest all the information is there. So the download to download Gary's free book and also the information about jumping on to our 10 by 30-minute webinar modules that we'll be delivering in coming weeks. And those webinar modules will take you in-depth through Gary's book and into changing your life and finding your own life purpose or your own life plan and will help you define and design your own life desires. This is a joint collaboration between Gary and I, and I have to say I am in awe of what Gary has created, and I am so gracious and grateful that he has included me in this process so that I can deliver for you, my wonderful listeners, who I love so much. I want you to have a powerful life and a life that is worth living and a purpose within your life. And it doesn't have to be a grand whole of the world uh, global uh, plan it can just be something simple that you are happy in your life you are happy in your relationships and you love your life very simple very wonderful stuff but there's so many people out there and I know from talking to my listeners week after week that you all struggle So Gary and I thought that we would offer this to you, my listeners and those that are connected to me here on radio and on social media, the opportunity to download Gary's book. And again, the link is on in the chat box. It's also on radiotony.com and look under this week's guest and you will see all of Gary's information and also the link to um, our webinar series, which will be 10 30-minute webinar modules that you will be able to view whenever you want at your own pace and we will have the links there to sign up for this little program and at the sta- this stage it will be 10 weeks for $112.50 and that's giving you a 25% discount because you're a Radio Tony listener um, and I will also put up a separate link for those of you that would like to pay for it weekly which will be uh, what did we say $12.50 Um, But at the moment, it's just the one uh, price for the 10 weeks. I will go in later and put up the second pay by um, uh, a week price. And Gary and I will deliver these 30-minute webinars to do as you see fit in your own life. And you will be able to change your life and live your life's purpose. So, Tony... Can I just say, because we're coming to an end, can I just yes. say thank you and bless you for what you're doing for your people? And to all of the listeners, 
please, through your Facebook and through your social media, push this out as far and wide because the more people that we can get to come and do the, the, uh, the webinars, yes. the happier their lives will be. And if you just think about it, if each of you were to bring three or four people in to do the webinars. And 12, do it together. Do it together. But look, how would you feel if you know someone whose life's not working in the area, their finances or their work or their relationships or their health, if you bring them into this, I will promise that there will be a profound change if they follow the plans that we have in the book and what we're going to cover in the webinars. So please push this out. Make this a gift. Make this a gift to all of the gift listeners. Gift it to someone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And people, can I just tell you that if you have any doubt about this sort of concept working, look at my life. 12 months ago, I was so anxious that I worried about making phone calls to a doctor to make a doctor's appointment. 12 months later, I've written a memoir, my own book. I'm live on radio uh, three hours a week and I get to talk to all of you. So if you have any doubt that this will work in your life, please put that aside. There should be no doubt that this stuff, if you follow this program, you will be able to change your life. And it doesn't have to be in a big way, but what if you're so unhappy now and you had the opportunity to be happy, just that one thing, wouldn't that be amazing? So, Paula, the price is, and it's in Australian dollars, so for those of you listening in America, what a bloody good bargain is that? So it's $112 for 10 weeks or $12.50 for per week, and that is a price across all all denominations. So that's Australian dollars. So if you're in America listening, that's uh, three quarters of that price, which is about $90, less than $9 a lesson for you to have a positive impact on your life and find what makes you tick, what your heart desires and how to start working on that. So I need to let Gary go. He's an incredibly busy man who uh, has an incredibly huge business and I need to be conscious of his time. Gary, thank you so much for coming on Radio Tony today. Listeners, those uh, information's in the chat box and also jump on at the end of the program to radiotony.com and you will find all the details there. But Gary, thank you so much for coming live on the show today. I must let you go. We are over time um, and I will continue to answer questions throughout the rest of the program, but I need to let Gary go now. He has other important meetings to be at, but I look forward to hearing what the listeners are getting from the program as we go along so don't forget to download gary's free book jump onto the website and get yourself into the webinar and gary and i will be sending you details and information of how to get the the course that you'll be able to do in your own time at your own pace gary thank you so much for coming on radio tony today welcome love and blessings to you and to all of your listeners spread the word stick with tony she's a remarkable woman god bless Oh, thank you. Okay, over to you, Rebel listeners. We're just going to go for a quick break and a song, and I will be back with some more information after the break. Over to you, Rebel. 
Radio Tony with Tony Lontis, author of Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl discovering a woman of strength and beauty. Available now on Amazon.com and in all good bookstores. Feel like real life Wait for 
Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl, discovering a woman of strength and beauty, is the new book from Australian author Tony Lontis. Available in paper, ebook, and audio formats, Resilience is the true life story of Tony experiencing and surviving trauma, abuse, mental health issues, and the ultimate betrayal of someone she fell in love with. Available for download now through all good online retailers and in all good bookstores. Tough conversations on the social and moral issues of our time with Tony Lontis. Live from the Gold Coast, Australia, Radio Tony on W4WN. And welcome back to Radio Tony. You're listening to Tony Lontis live from the Gold Coast, Australia. We've had a wonderful session this morning with Gary Preeg talking about how you can change your life and have a life purpose. And don't forget, after the show, jump onto RadioTony.com and you'll find all the information on how to download Gary's free book and also how to jump on to our 10-week course, which you'll be able to do from anywhere in the world at any time. And I need to this week introduce you a little bit more to Radio Tony's show sponsor, Tracy Horton. Now, Tracy is an international award-winning speaker, author, and qualified life coach. She's worked alongside men and women for over 25 years, helping them rebuild their lives and allowing people to become the best versions of themselves. She spent years helping people to create their own authentic journey. Tracy knows her community and she need and the needs of people. She knows what real brokenness is and she's managed to build her life from an alcoholic, abused, poverty-stricken child to where she is today, a passionate, warm, caring and amazing woman. Her experience has given her insight and wisdom that is today being used to help people create the life that they could only dream of through books seminars, retreats and life coaching, Tracy has a way of equipping people to practically reach their goals and live the life at their fullest potential. As you can understand, Tracy is a perfect sponsor for Radio Tony with her background in coaching, writing and mentoring. And her website is tracyhorton.com, which I'm going to put up into the chat box now. Um, Tracy is going to come live on the show with us at some stage in the future. And she's also launching an amazing new course called The Language of Subconscious DNA. And it consists of four tests that you complete and then a report is compiled and Tracy then has a one and a half hour session with you where she helps you understand exactly how you're wired, what suits you best and to get the most out of your life, what you need to change. It'll be an excellent little course that she's releasing in April and she too has a special offer for Radio Tony uh, participants and listeners and if you use the code Radio Tony when you send an email to her, and I'm going to put the information up in the chat box in a minute, you'll be able to secure a uh, course um, 
with Tracy. So Dala wants to know, did you help develop this course your guest spoke of? Yes, Dala, the Gary Prig course. Yes, we are developing that together. Penny, how can we figure ourselves out? Penny, I think that sometimes, and for most of us, myself included, you need to get external help, which is why I'm talking about these courses today, because I really think that there's a desperate need out there for people to have the help that's affordable and easy for them. Um, Judy, where can we go for information on the course? Judy, if you jump on to radiotony.com and look under this week's guest, you will see Gary's information. There's a link that you click on to download his book and there's a link that you click on to sign up for the course. Um, At the moment, I've only got the full course price there, but after the show, probably later tonight, I'll go on and I'll put the weekly price on as well um, so that you can do that. The next course I'm talking about is the Language of Subconscious DNA, which is a little different and set up a little differently. I'm going to pop that information onto the website as well. That will be under the show sponsor and that will be up on Monday. So Subconscious DNA information on RadioTony.com on Monday and the Gary information is up there right now so all you have to remember at the end of the show is radiotony.com r-a-d-i-o-t-o-n-i.com and the information about gary's course the one that we're doing in conjunction together that i will do alongside with you um, will be up there right now so we are almost up for the next break and before i go to that next break after i come back we're going to have a conversation about coronavirus and what that means for you across australia and america in particular but just again radiotony.com and all the information will be there the information about tracy's course i will put up over the next break in the chat box and on monday the information will be on radio tony so over to you rebel while we have another short break thank you listeners Radio Tony, difficult conversations and bringing hope to listeners. Live from the Gold Coast, Australia on W4WN.
y'all gotta get fed Can't let me know I'm wanted Can't let me in your head I'm not here to make a deal But it's praise that I get You ain't gonna walk free, boy Not finished with you yet, no Can you feel the warmth? Yeah As my kiss goes down you like some sweet alcohol Where I'm coming from Yeah The darkest side of me that makes you feel so numb Cause I'm high like hell So burn when I'm not Then you're by yourself My the answer to your prayers I'll give you the pleasure of heaven I'll give it to you Harder than hell Join Tony Londis, author of Resilience, Memoir of a Broken Little Girl, discovering a woman of strength and beauty on the Women for Women Network. Radio Tony uncovers and exposes the social and moral issues of our time, bringing social consciousness to the airwaves. You're not alone with secrets. Let's talk trauma and resilience. Radio Tony is your safe space for these tough conversations. Radio Tony with Tony Lontis. Live from the Gold Coast, Australia, Thursday evenings from 7pm Eastern Standard Time on W4WN. Radio Tony, bringing social consciousness this time every Thursday evening, live from the Gold Coast, Australia, on W4WN. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Radio Tony. You're listening to Tony Lontis. I thought that we'd finish off the program by a little discussion about coronavirus so that I can provide you with actual information rather than some of the hype and fear that's being spread across the countries at the moment. So what is coronavirus um, about? So coronavirus is actually a virus that makes you sick, not by the virus itself, but by your immune system's efforts to get rid of it. Um, For example, your immune system can raise your body temperature, give you a fever, can make, and that effect in your body uh, tries to kill the virus so it doesn't make you sick. Um, And all the hard work of your immune system in doing that takes up a lot of energy and makes you feel very tired. Everyone's body is different, and because the symptoms are caused by your immune system and not the virus itself, that makes it different 
in everybody. So the coronavirus is a respiratory illness. So that means your lungs, throat, nose, your breath. And it means that it affects the parts of your body that you use to breathe. Um, if you're sick with coronavirus, your simple symptoms may include fever, cough, sore throat, fatigue and shortness of breath. So Timber wants to know how we to know what to believe with so much fake news out there. Well, Timber, I went through the news today to find you the most accurate stuff so that at least you could hear it accurately from me. Sally wants to know the news is saying so many things that I'm so confused. Agreed, Sally. Again, why I thought it was important to talk about this stuff on Radio Tony today. Um, it is a serious concern and there's a number of reasons why it is serious, but there's also a number of reasons ways that you can protect yourself. So the virus is spread between people, usually when a sick person coughs or sneezes. And you catch the virus when someone has done that to you or within the vicinity of you. So they uh, sneeze or cough and the virus is in the molecules that they've coughed or sneezed. And those molecules can actually go onto you, into you, or land on a surface that you touch. These droplets get on your hands. You transfer from that space to your mouth, nose, and eyes when you touch your face or when you eat. So the best way to stop yourself from getting the virus is to wash your hands. I know it sounds simple, but as a nurse, that was the thing that was taught to us from the moment we entered nurse training was washing your hands. And it is seriously the number one way to stop yourself getting sick and prevent viruses from entering your body. So washing your hands means that you need to follow six simple steps. And this involves rubbing your hands palm to palm in a horizontal motion, rubbing your hands between your fingers again and again and again, using a circular motion with your hand in the shape of a fist and rubbing the, the palm of your hand and your fingers and the tips of your fingers and then do the same thing to the opposite hand. Also individually circling a finger and rubbing it up and down like a rude gesture. But seriously, guys, this is proper hand washing 101. It means interlinking your fingers and the backs of your fingers and rubbing them backwards and forwards and doing this process three times with either alcohol rub or soap and water and then if you're using soap and water, thoroughly rinsing your hands and drying them, preferably on something that you can throw away or something that's going to be washed in really hot water. That simple thing will be is the most protective thing that you can do. The other thing is those things that 
you do to look after yourself. So making sure you have enough sleep, making sure you're eating well, sleeping well, and reducing stress. Because all of those things impact on your immune system. And it's your immune system that will protect you from the adverse effects of coronavirus. So the things about uh, wearing face masks, the people who are sick or have a cold or have a sniffle or have a cough, they're the ones that should be wearing the face mask. If you're fit and healthy, wearing a face mask is not much help to you. It's the sick people that need to be wearing the face mask. Um, the other thing you can do is keeping 1.5 metres, so that is about six feet, I think, in um, uh, American speak. So it's about keeping distance between people who are coughing and sneezing. So there's people coughing and sneezing should be wearing masks, number one, but you, by keeping 1.5 metres away from them, help you protect yourself from the virus. Um, so just a few facts directly from the World Health Organization and the World Health Organization is the worldwide body that has the most up-to-date information on coronavirus. Um, in the Director General's speech uh, a couple of days ago, um, so this is just not quite as accurate as it could be. Um, Leslie wants to know, why do healthy people think they should wear masks? Because they, they're not getting the accurate information. So wearing of masks is more about protecting the virus from uh, someone who's coughing or sneezing and it can't get through the mask to get to you. So sick people or people who are feeling a bit ill, they're the ones that need to be wearing the the, the masks. In You see um, on the photos from people in China all having to wear masks. That be, that's because their country is in lockdown and they have mandated that everyone should wear masks. In Western countries like Australia and America, where we are predominantly healthy people, healthy people don't necessarily need to wear masks. Sick people, all of them should be wearing masks. Myself, I am immunocompromised. So I have a, um, a disease called rheumatoid arthritis and the tablets that I take make me immunocompromised, which means my immune system is not as good as yours. So I take extra measures to protect myself. I keep, uh, I work from home. I avoid large gatherings of people. I wash my hands and have uh, hand sanitizer with me all the time and do more hand washing and more hand sanitizing than you as a normal healthy person would tend to do. Um, so back to the, the facts of the virus. So it's now been declared a pan-endemic. And what that means is that individual countries have special protocols and special uh, strategies for managing an illness or a virus that has worldwide impacts. So those are the things around shutting schools, closing daycares, 
are cancelling big events. So in America, you've had Coachella cancelled. In Australia, we're closing some schools and um, health facilities, uh, old people's homes, where there have been confirmed cases of coronavirus. So the problem is that you on the new, you'll see on the news the uh, reactions from third world countries versus Western countries like America and Australia, and they're very different approaches. So Australia and America have relatively healthy populations, so their strategies are different from other countries where they don't have good health, they don't have access to running water, and those are the countries where you will see the photos of everyone wearing masks. That's the difference, yeah? So if you're fit and healthy, unless you're hanging out with uh, ill people, you should be okay. And any ill people you know, you should be handing them a mask and saying, please wear this mask. So back to the statistics around coronavirus, apparently there is approximately 123,000 cases. So in the 24 hours since I first read this information, that's quite a huge increase across the world. It's now covering 114 countries and there's approximately close to 5,000 people having lost their lives. So very serious indeed. There are thousands of people fighting the virus in hospitals. A lot of these people are the elderly, the very young, or people with existing comorbidities, people with existing disease, people like myself who have rheumatoid arthritis. It's much more serious for us. Um, The virus is definitely being categorised as a pan-endemic, which simply means that there are additional precautions for people in countries that have uh, protocols around managing a pan-endemic. Again, that's the shutting the schools, closing down big events, minimising train travel, minimising travel on uh, public transport, Those are all important ways that you can protect yourself from coronavirus. So we have never, ever seen a pandemic like this in our generation. That's why the media is talking a lot about it. Uh, Larry, not like anyone walks around with a box full of masks to give out the others. Well, I'm sorry, Larry, I do. But I have a nursing background and I have rheumatoid arthritis. So, yes, mate, I actually have masks with me in my handbag often. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry about that, Andy. Um, It seems to affect the same the way flu does. Yes, very much like flu, which, again, makes it hard for people to think they think that they've just got a flu when, in fact, they may have this virus. And the difference is the way the virus attacks people who have, haven't have got the same immunity capability as healthy people. And because it's a nasty little virus, you don't know how it's going to affect individual people in their individual bodies. So again, from my perspective with rheumatoid arthritis, my chest and lungs are the key point of entry for something that's going to be bad for me. So hence why I carry masks and I'm vigilant about hand washing. Um, So 
across the countries in the world, there are many countries that have not reported cases yet. There are approximately 60 countries across the world that have less than 10 cases. So it's about thinking about, so obviously China and Korea have phenomenal disease and virus active in their countries, as does Italy. And the concern is that European uh, borders around their countries is very easy. You just drive from France to Germany to Switzerland. You, you can just drive. So it's very difficult to close down European borders. It's easier for America to close borders for Canada to close borders, it's very easy for Australia to close borders because we are the biggest island in the world. We are completely surrounded by water. So we have greater control over who and what comes into our country. It's much more difficult in European countries and that's where the virus is really taking hold. The World Health Organization um, wants us to remember that their key strategy is to test, treat, isolate, trace and mobilise healthcare workers to prevent cases developing into bigger clusters. With pandemic, it's the clusters of virus that prove difficult to manage. When there's a cluster, that means that there's lots of people in a defined geographic area are in close quarters and that have come in, in contact with the virus. And because that's happened, they form a cluster. And from that cluster, and this is how it started in China, from that small cluster of infected people, it becomes a much bigger problem. Todd's saying bird flu, H1N1, Asian flu, swine flu, HIV, just to name a few pandemics that are so Todd no they were not quite pandemic this is the biggest pandemic that we have had in modern history so the other all the the other flus that you remember that you've mentioned rather are much much smaller than those than what coronavirus is um, yes, Todd, I absolutely agree. The the media does panic people and it it's simply you need to be concerned. So you need to have the knowledge and you need to understand how it's transferred. You need to understand how you can protect yourself and you need to understand that you need to be careful in this instance. So I um, had a friend during the last SARS uh outbreak and again I'd rather call those outbreaks versus pan-endemics uh, and she was pregnant so again it's about those people young old pregnant with existing conditions they're the ones that get sick and die so a healthy person may actually come out of it very unscathed in fact there's lots of healthy people that have been tested and have the virus but it's not shown any symptoms in them and that's the problem with coronavirus it doesn't readily show symptoms in everyone who has it and the variability between the 
people who have it and don't show uh, symptoms and the people who have it and die is huge. And that's the problem with coronavirus. Whereas with the other um, endemics, the bird flu, H&N, you knew you were sick almost immediately and you were very sick very quickly. And the problem with coronavirus tends to be that not everyone is showing the same symptoms, not everyone is knowing that they have the virus, and therefore it's getting out into the community in large volumes, which is why it's concerning. Again, the things that you can do are simple, and we'll go through them just again, that if you're sick with a fever difficulty breathing and flu-like symptoms, you must seek medical help and testing. So it's the combination of those, in particular, the high fever. It's also about washing your hands frequently, using the process I described before and doing it three times. And if you're using soap and water, rinsing off the soap and water. If you're using alcohol-based hand rub, making sure your hands are completely dry before you touch something. Um, Maintain social distancing. So that is 1.5 metres away from anyone who is coughing and sneezing. And if they are coughing and sneezing, uh, I actually tell them to cough into their hand and wash their hand, cough into their elbow and uh, wash their elbow or wear a mask. It's really simple. If you've been close to someone who's coughed or sneezed on you, don't touch your eyes, nose and mouth until you've washed your hands because the virus can remain alive on solid surfaces for a short amount of time and this is where you can pick up surfaces so someone's in a train they cough and sneeze over the seat in front of them you come along and you sit on that seat Uh, your hand goes down on the seat first you the virus is then on your hand so i am one who has alcoholic hand rub in my handbag and i actually just rub my hands when i'm uh, sitting on a public Uh, Not that I do, I try and avoid public transport just for that reason alone. But if you are travelling backwards on public transport, um, just alcohol rub on your hands uh, as you go in and out of the bus or train or whatever you're on. The other thing is to practice respiratory hygiene. So this means for you and people around you, covering your mouth and nose with a bent elbow or a tissue when you cough or sneeze. If you use a tissue, disposing of it immediately. The droplets are the way that the virus spreads and droplets come from your respiratory tract, your nose, mouth and lungs and throat. If you have a fever, cough, difficulty breathing, go and see your doctor and you need to advise them that you have cold, cough, fever and difficulty breathing so they know how to protect you and the clinicians when you come and see them. So 
The other thing that is happening across Australia, and for our American listeners, I'm not sure if this is happening for you, but I'm, I'm going to ask lots of people who have the ability to work from home. So my husband is in computer programming and his work has enabled him to work from home whilst this pandemic is on. So if you are a computer programmer or a radio technician or a radio host, good news, you can work from home. But there's lots of people out there who don't have that luxury. And it's just about protecting yourself when you go in and about your usual duties. The other thing that I do, there's lots of virus spreading within supermarkets. So I have, for the last two years, had my groceries delivered by my local grocery store. That, for me, stops me having to be in a public place like a supermarket to get my groceries. Um, that's not an option for other people, but it's something that you can consider where you don't have to uh, be in a public place like a grocery shop um, and associating with lots of different viruses um, at once. So I'm going to put up in the chat box the link to the uh, World Health Organization public information just because I think the World Health Organization, which is www.who, they are the keeper of the most up-to-date information about coronavirus. So again, it's not about creating panic or fear. It's just about doing simple things that protect you, the people around you, and that m may work in keeping you safe from contacting or contacting with people that have coronavirus. I know that President Trump has done lots in terms of closing borders and stopping big public events. Again, the reason for that is because big public events mean lots of people close together, packed in close proximity to each other, uh, sneezing, laughing, crying, singing, lots of respiratory droplets going into the air. That's the reason why they've stopped big gatherings of people. Because coronavirus is a respiratory disease and it is passed by droplet or human-to-human -human contact, that's why they're doing those things. You, in your own little environment, the best thing you can do is to stay away from sick people, protect yourself if you're near sick people, and wash your hands. Those simple things will keep you relatively safe, particularly if you're healthy and strong. So enough coronavirus for me. Um, we are running towards the end of our program, and I just wanted to remind people um, about uh, spreading the news of Radio Tony to other people who you think might be interested in what we do on Radio Tony. So I know lots of you engage with me every week and I'm really grateful that you do. I love to know that you're online and listening to me. I love to read out your questions. I love to chat with you further and I love to interact with you. So in the last five minutes, I'd really like to know 
some of the subjects that you'd like to hear on Radio Tony because I have access to lots of different people and if I don't, I can ask. I can say, look, my listeners wanted to hear about this subject. They wanted to know about this idea. Can you come on the show and I'll interview you and we'll talk about that. So for those of you that are listening, what sort of things would you like to hear about on Radio Tony? Um, The other thing that I am going to do is provide a space where you can get show notes, um, where you can get the podcast of the live show. So did everyone realize that even though this is a live show now, if you missed something or you'd like to go back and re-listen to something that we've had on the show, the podcast is always available on radiotony.com. And going forward, I'm going to attach um, to the podcast a special section where you will be able to download the transcription of the show or show notes or any of the giveaways. And I'm wanting to make the show better for my listeners. So I want to be able to offer you deals, freebies, downloadable books, downloadable worksheets that can help you in your everyday lives. So I'd love to hear if there's anything else that you in particular would like to hear. I know that for lots of you, you love hearing from the intuitive or the spiritual spirituality realm um, I'm looking at getting another astrologer and numerologist on the show again for you to have a chat to because their information is always interesting um, some of the guests that uh, oh Esther I don't mean to put you on the spot you don't have to respond right now you can just jump on to radiotony.com and send me an email if you'd like darling that's fine. I don't want to put you on the spot. Um, Jen, I guess more childcare stuff maybe. Cool. We can do that. Um, do you have a makeup artist-related things you can put on the show? Oh, Blaine, that's a really good idea. I actually have a good friend who has been in the makeup industry for many, many years, and we could actually do a little makeup segment that would be interesting. So thank you, Blaine. That's a wonderful idea esther you like craft things i like craft things too but i didn't think about putting it on the radio because usually craft things are like a see and do but that's a great idea i will think about that and see how we might be able to do that so that's craft childcare, makeup um they're very great suggestions for radio tony and for the craft idea we can actually have a downloadable worksheet that would help you with a particular craft idea what a great idea oh sal wants to know about specially makeup like stage and halloween excellent sal i'm just thinking i've got a number of friends who do not just makeup but they do that special effects makeup and so that would be interesting to do and then again i'm wondering how we can live stream that segment so that you can see it as well as hear it from me so leave those things with me and i will work on them um, as we go forward um stage makeup and craft child and children 
I've got another friend who writes children's books and does children's programs. So I'm thinking I can ask her on the show. She would love to do that. She's a phenomenal speaker and she has some great ideas and some great products for children, particularly around keeping children safe and keeping children safe from bullying. So that's a great suggestion, Jen, and I will uh, try to incorporate that into the show as we go forward. I have been thinking of splitting up the show into smaller uh, segments so that it's easy to isolate that particular part in the recording and make it more accessible and available to you. And um, along with the makeup, we could do the little video associated with a guest who talks about makeup. So thank you, listeners. That's awesome. Yeah, James, the special effects stuff sounds um, really wonderful. Greg, yes, I love the travel stuff too. And from your suggestions today, I'm thinking of reformatting the show in a way that um, gets uh, those little segments to you guys so that you have uh, something that is of particular interest to you. May wants to know, how about more how to get published shows? Okay, mate, that I can do. That's no problem at all. I talk to have lots of authors, publishers, uh, etc. I can do lots on that. Um, hello, Beck. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. Beck is joining us early because Beck has a new show coming up, which is really exciting. And we are going to do her sound check after I've finished on Radio Tony live today. Um, Beck's show is a super duper show and it will be on Radio 4 AUS starting on the 18th of March. Well, it, for America, it will be the 17th of March. And Beck is a psychologist and her show will be called uh, Dr. Beck Live. And she wants all of Radio Tony's listeners to know that uh, to have a great weekend. And Beck will um, be doing her show. I'm going to be with her live next week as we do the show. And I encourage you all to tune into that show on Radio 4 AUS next week. But listeners, lovely listeners, we are completely out of time and I need to let Rebel put the outro on. Thank you so much for joining us this week. It's been a big show. Thank you for all your suggestions. I've written them all down and I will get them into action uh, for following shows. So thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful weekend. I love you all. Bye for now. Over to you, Rebel. Radio Tony, your safe space for tough conversations. Exposing secrets and talking about trauma and recovery. Radio Tony, a platform for the unheard. Radio Tony. With Tony Lontis, author of Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl discovering a woman of strength and beauty. Radio 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 Tony. Available now on Amazon.com and in all good bookstores. Radio Tony. Back next Thursday from 7pm Eastern Standard Time, live from the Gold Coast, Australia. Mom!